0: Welcome back, everyone. I'm Daniel Harmon. This is from Poop to Gold. My guest today is Jennifer Hoody. Welcome, Jennifer.
1: Thank you so much for having me.
0: Yeah, no problem. Jennifer is a copywriter. She's a marketer. She's an entrepreneur. She is very, very accomplished for not having as much time on this earth as I do, <laughs> but um, has, has been able to build up and even uh, sell off some successful businesses. So she has a mountain of wisdom for us to be able to draw from and super excited to have her on the show. So Jennifer, your company is um, Conscious Copy. And tell me a little bit about how you've come to this place where you're running this 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 copy business and where h- how did you become the super copywriting guru
1: well i definitely did not think that i was <laughs> going to grow up to be a copywriter <laughs> i don't know about you
0: no i don't i don't think i even learned what the ner- term copywriting was until i was in college
1: yes me too mm-hmm. and and it wasn't until i was doing it that people were like oh you're a copywriter and i'm like Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, uh, when I was, when I was in college, um, I was, uh, on majoring in entrepreneurship, which is an oxymoron. (laughs) I was like failing a bunch of my classes as I was building up, you know, two businesses had just sold one. Um, I, fit, like, failed my finance class the year that I also sold one of my businesses for seven figures.
0: So you were you were focusing on the businesses more than school, which is great, which is what you yeah. should be doing.
1: Yeah. And I um, was really figuring out, though, too, okay, what is... What's the business I want to be building in college? And uh, I was seeing how a lot of the other kids had like all of these big, great, grand ideas, but like zero execution. Mm. And I was uh, working for, uh, I was kind of doing this internship with a mentor of mine who I really wanted to learn from. His name's Harvey McKay. Okay. Uh, he wrote the book, Swim with the Sharks Without Being Eaten Alive, and just an OG businessman and brilliant. And I really wanted to learn from him. And uh, so he was, or he is a Hall of Fame speaker. And so I would travel with him to go to speaking uh, gigs. And he was speaking at one of Brendan Bouchard's events called Experts Academy. And it was this big 2000 person event and everyone's jumping up and down and hugging each other and i this sure. is a brand new world to me i'm like i don't know what this is
0: you're you're getting like the seeing the full tony robbins kind of stuff on display right totally yeah
1: but he he was selling this dream of like you just start your own online business you just if you're if you are have an expertise in something all you need is o v o opt-in, value, offer. Boom. Seemed easy enough to me. So I was like, this is my next gig. Mm -hmm. had no idea about anything related to tech or digital marketing or copywriting, nothing. And so I decided that I was going to launch a new business in uh, the fitness space, selling fitness programs to millennial women because I'm in college and I see there's clearly a market. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And... So I'm, you know, and I just think it's going to be easy. Uh, So I build out my website and obsess on my product, obsess on like the worksheets and the PDFs, and they're going to get these 85 videos. And I'm like pouring any of the money I have into this product. I'm getting ready for launch date. And I'm just posting a couple messages like big things coming, wait for it, you know, trying to hype people up but at the same time, I'm not really building an audience. You know, I'm not delivering mm-hmm. value, nothing. I'm making kind of, it all about me.
0: Kind of creating me in a vacuum. So, so to speak. Yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah. So I launched my first, uh, online fitness program It's called strong mind, sexy body blueprint. Okay. And it was like crickets, mm. like nobody,
2: <laughs>
1: nobody, not even my mother. <laughs> <laughs> was going to be supporting me to buy this program that I knew was super good mm-hmm. and I knew really worked. And, you know, I'm learning in my marketing classes in college, build it and they will come.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Well, they weren't, they weren't coming. I didn't know where like,
2: they were. I built it. <laughs>
1: yeah. So I was... I, but I really wanted to crack the code on this. And so I started... I was uh, walking to class one day, and I'm listening to a podcast on digital marketing. And the host said a quote that... You know when you have those moments where you're listening to something or something happens and it's like the zing up your spine yep. and it's just like yep. the the clouds part mm-hmm. and the message comes. <laughs> uh, and the quote was, um, the goal of them for, is it the goal isn't for them to understand you, the goal is for them to feel understood.
2: Mm, mm-hmm.
1: And I remember just thinking, Oh my gosh, that's the code.
2: Yeah, What's that's what I've been missing.
1: Yep. Yeah. And then I went back and I look at my website and all these emails that I was writing and on the promo, and it was all about me. And so that then kind of opened up my journey into copywriting, Mm -hmm. not because I wanted to become a copywriter, (laughs) but because I wanted to produce a result. I wanted to sell my programs that I know could genuinely help these people. And I just shifted to how can I obsess on helping people feel understood Mm -hmm. and motivate them to take action. Mm
2: -hmm.
1: And as soon as I started doing that, I started getting momentum. I did my second launch. Uh, So I built up my itty bitty email list to 300 people. Okay. Pretty good. But I started sending valuable emails every week. And my next launch of the program, I sold... I sold it for, for I, I made $4,410 in less than 48 hours. Oh, wow. Which was a big deal for me yeah. with my new online program, right? It was like, it was a win. It was a small win at the time, but it was a big win at the time. Yeah. So then I was like, okay, I'm on to something here. And I just continued to build that that business. I started running Facebook ads, but it all, the copy was the backbone to it all. And I started generating consistent, um, you know, multiple six figures in that and on these online programs, started running Facebook ads. And then naturally, I just started having um, different Friends and experts in the space reach out to me and say, "What you doing over here?" Like mm-hmm. we're not, you know, we we they weren't getting the results that I was getting spe- specifically from paid ads.
2: Yeah.
1: And first, it was just them asking if I can consult them on stuff. Then to writing their stuff, and then like six months later, I find myself writing copy for like Joe Polish and Pedro's Killian and Dean Graziosi and some of the people that I was reading their books on how to write copy.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: And from there, it just there was a moment where I had to make the decision to, I, I shifted fully to conscious copy. And for now, almost the last five years, we've worked with the top experts, thought leaders, um, Bulletproof Coffee, Dan mm-hmm. Sullivan, mm-hmm. and Pagan, and yeah, that was it. it kind of happened very unexpectedly, but I love it.
0: Okay, very cool. Well, it's a little bit like our backstory, where we weren't looking to start an agency, right? We just were looking to make a campaign successful for Pupari in that case, and then from there it kind of snowballed after the success of that into kind of one one piece of client work after another. Before we were like, okay, I guess this is this is an agent thing, agency thing now. Um, but yeah, like you said, just kind of starting with the end in mind of what result you were looking for and then reverse engineering your way back. But that's so interesting to to think about the fact that you had no aspirations of being a copywriter, but then just kind of ended up in it. But that's really cool.
2: Yeah,
1: I still think it's funny because I'm actually I grew up uh, dyslexic. So I'm like the worst speller <laughs> and I still spell the word guarantee wrong and like the, the Yeah, I'm
0: I'm sure I don't I know how to re- spell that one too. <laughs> <laughs>
1: the first hire that I that I I brought on was an editor to uh-huh. just like edit all my stuff because yeah. it's like I know how to convey the point but
2: Yeah. Like I'm you definitely don't. not
1: a writer and that's why I really believe it's like for any entrepreneur, business owner, marketer uh you know, you could be a good copywriter if you know how to evoke emotion in mm-hmm. people, and and really just focusing in on uh, it, delivering a transformation to them that they're super bought into.
0: Very cool. So, would you say that process of kind of launching your, like, if we're going to talk about your poop to gold moment, mm-hmm. would that process of launching your little uh, fitness company would that have been been where you kind of bottomed out? Was that your poop, or is there another one that comes to mind?
1: Mm. Well, there's one in particular that comes okay. to mind that's right. a little fresher. You know, I have many, okay. as I know yep. we all do. Yeah, sure. Um, but it was actually, um, is the beginning of last year. Okay. Um, and I... I had a really big year planned for the business and made a, a number of really sizable investments in the company from you know hiring a coach for over six figures to investing in you know tons of advertising up front building a new website just like we're going big
2: uh-huh. and
1: forecasting the next 3 to 6 months and we have events that we're running Um, And now building, I have a a team of 10. It's not too big, but nonetheless, we have these events coming up, speaking, sponsorships. It's like every single weekend, we just cram it in there of like the next six months. Yeah. And I'm just working one day. And I got a a message from my operations manager and she had been with me since the beginning of the company starting. And she's like, Hey, can we talk today? And my belly just, there was like a knot where I felt like my heart dropped into my belly.
2: Mm.
1: Cause you know, you like, you never want a text message that says, Hey, can we talk? Which means you're going to get like broken up with or something.
2: Uh-huh.
1: And so I was like, okay, my heart is just racing I get on the phone and she's just like, and, and, and to put this in per, to perspective, she's like the person in my company who could totally read my brain, okay. you know, that, that person who just like, you think about something and they're like, I just did it. It's yeah. already done. Yeah. And we got to the point where I was able to be a lot more front facing in the company and she was running the back end. and she came and she was just like, you know what? I, I decided that I want to start my own business. And so I'm putting in my resignation. I'm like, oh, okay. Um,
0: she was, she was that good is what, what you could say, right? Yeah. Just bound to break out at, uh, at some point.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And the the first immediate thought was like, how am I going to do everything that I said I was going to do? And now go looking for this kind of like unicorn position. And so I'm like, whatever, I'll figure it out. Two days later. I got another message oh, wow! a different team member saying, Hey, can you talk today?
0: Like, <laughs> Josh.
1: No, I can't.
0: <laughs> nope. We'll do that in like two months. <laughs>
1: yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I just finished training him on sales, like invested so much time, money, attention into training him in sales. And that week he had made his first sale, <laughs> which is oh, a big okay. deal. Yeah. And now he's, he decided that he wanted to uh, take a different position. And I'm like, okay, like, what am I doing here? What's, you know, what's my part in this? But then the, that those two were just a series of then um, a couple of days after that, getting a call from our biggest client and saying, hey, we're going to take all of our copy in-house. This has been great, but it's just no longer fit. And I'm like, what the H Mm -hmm. is going on right now? And I remember there was just this moment where after I got the call from the client and I was like three in a row and that was just the beginning of what felt like things in the business unraveling. I went up to um, my boyfriend and I just like collapsed in his arms and I was just crying and there was just this feeling of like straight overwhelm. Knowing that, okay, we have this, like, how am I going to pull everything off and then still handle basically my business completely unraveling when I've stretched myself so thin financially and uh, with this big, big plan to like grow and go big. And now I have to like patch up all of these big holes. So... I got on the phone with one of my mentors and I was just like, Hey, this is not good. Like, I don't know what's happening, but it is not good. And I began to share with her all of these unravelings that were starting to happen. And again, those just being the start of what was starting to happen. And she shared with me in a very like loving, but yet very clear way. She was (laughs) like, Oh Jen, this is, this is the um, law of physics just playing out. You mapped out a way greater, grander vision for your business and for your life. Because at the beginning of the year I did, I was like, okay, we're going big. And so she's like, anything that isn't in resonance with that vision is either coming up to be transformed or released. Mm. So this is good news. This is exactly what it looks like when it's all working out for you. They weren't a fit for this new vision. So she said, the most important thing that you got to do through this though you basically have two paths. One is you're going to get caught up in the loop of circumstance and the circumstance is going to have you Mm -hmm. and they're going to continue to blow up or you can hold the vision, not the circumstance.
2: Mm, That's good.
1: And that piece of advice literally changed my life. And from that moment on, it was like, okay, what do I got? I felt like I went into like training mode. What do I got to do? and and really leaning into what is the vision holding the vision and just taking the next right move I could from there and fast forward is ended up hiring on two epic team members or that that were like the total fit who had not just knew how to do or get to where we wanted to go but have done it already mm. and then I really got to look at because we were starting to with our agency um I really got to look at is this what I want to be building and when I got really honest with myself the answer was not anymore. And so we shifted to a a training model where we started training entrepreneurs and business owners in our method. And then by the end of the year, over 70% of our revenue came from our brand new products and services that at the beginning of the year, we didn't even
0: have. They didn't even exist. Yeah.
1: But if I would have continued to keep those clients on, I think that I wouldn't have had that nudge to figure it out.
0: Yeah. That's amazing.
1: Yeah. And so... Yeah, and then, you know, just I feel like all of those moments are just like the nudge the kind of like a little kick in the butt mm-hmm. to to re kind of realign us or reconnect us to where is it that we're really supposed to be going
0: yeah that's amazing because like you said it felt like your whole business was falling apart for a second there right between losing major clients losing some of your best um some of your best team and just but to quickly get that reframe and put on a different lens of this circumstance is going to kill me or this is the exact circumstance i need to Actually execute on the vision that I've decided to go forward with, and that's that's fantastic. I love the it. raw
1: material. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And then we ended up that year too. We were we grew our million dollar business over forty percent. And like exactly. I remember getting to the end of the year, being like, I don't know how I
2: <laughs> did that.
1: You know, when it's like this, like something, something kind of takes over in those moments. And I feel like we're kind of in one of those collectively right now. It's like something takes over where it's like a higher what our actual what what the potential is inside of us can be actually released in these moments of extra tension or stress
0: yeah that's that's awesome i love it very cool so along the the lines of copywriting what are some of the mistakes you see people make when they kind of try to jump in and start writing copy for their own brand their own product their own service their own business Mm -hmm. what are what are some of the pitfalls you see and then um and then how to avoid those Mm
1: Yeah, there's a few mistakes for sure. One is one of the most obvious ones that I'm sure you see all the time too is not doing your research. Mm, yeah. uh, One of the things I'll often say is good copy doesn't come from inspiration. Good copy comes from really good research. The foundation should be research, inspiration, sprinkled in after. Yeah. And so really doing the research of understanding who is the ideal client or customer. Mm -hmm. And in the simplest terms, like where are they at? Where do they want to go and what's getting in the way of them getting there? But the key, the the mistake that's often made is if you're writing your own copy, trying to guess what these answers are. This is not supposed to be a guessing game with copy. Right. It is a plug and play. It is go and and interview the customer or the client, get the words from them in their language, and then transfer it over to them, transfer it over to the copy. Uh, So...
0: So you are you're just saying they're they're gonna give you exactly what to say. You're gonna take it right out of their own mouth. Yeah. You're just maybe gonna tweak it a little bit and you'll just that's that they are going to give you the key to how to communicate with them.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Cause they they want to be spoken to in the way that they speak. Yep. Again, that is the goal. Um, I say usually the goal of content is for people to understand you. The goal of copy is for people to feel understood.
2: Mm. Yep. Love it. Mm-hmm. Love it. And the way hey. they feel
1: understood is by you communicating to them in their language which co- collectively um, is about a fifth grade reading level. There
0: you go. Absolutely. Kind of have to assume that people are a little bit slow, a little bit stupid. <laughs> but no, I, it, actually one of the things that works the most to my advantage as I ap- approach creating a video um, or copy it all is I'm actually a little bit of a slow reader. I'm definitely below average. I have really high comprehension, but I can only absorb so much. Um, quickly, and, and granted, I can read pretty advanced stuff, but I just can't. I can't take it all in at once. And so, when when someone shows me an edit of a video that they're doing, and I'm able to be like, "Oh, that part lost me right there," and I feel like I'm able to relate with the customer a little bit, just because I'm like, I'm trying to catch up here <laughs> to what's going on. Um, but no, I, I I love that, and that's one of the things we stress a lot in in our writing courses on Harmon Brothers University is that if you don't take that time specifically, like you said, going out and talking to customers is a great thing. But if you already have Customers, a lot of it they've already given to you just in the comments, right? Mm-hmm. Just in the reviews. If you go onto Amazon, you go onto Facebook, you go onto Google, you go into Yelp, you go wherever you're gonna go, and there's there's just a treasure treasure trove of knowledge, and you can start to see the patterns in what they're saying. And if you don't take the time to do that, you're not really understanding who you're talking to.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm, yeah. So good. Yeah, when we're in good company, I'm a slow reader too. <laughs> <laughs>
2: there
1: you go. <laughs> I remember when I was growing up in school. Do you remember like uh you had to read out loud, like taking turns yes. reading out loud, and I didn't know how to pronounce any of the big words, so I remember I would just skip them. Like, <laughs> it, like,
2: it was like ah, we don't I'm need that skip, one. <laughs> like
1: three words, I'm like, can't read it. So what's the point? And and I joke that I do that with our cl- you know our clients a lot too. I'll just skip the word, and they're like, you skipped a word. I'm like, well, that's a sign that you got to simplify <laughs> the word. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that's awesome. I love it. I think that's fantastic. Well, uh, cool. So. Um, for people that want to find out more about your stuff, where where would you point them to? Where do you want them to go to?
1: For those that are interested.
0: Yeah, yeah. for our audience to look you up and to learn yep. from you, where should they go?
1: Consciouscopy.co. Yeah. CO. Cons- yeah, Consciouscopy.co. And uh, yeah, there's lots of free resources on there. Also, on, I'm on Instagram now. Uh, and I'm at Jen Hoody, J-E-N-N-H-U-D-Y-E. Yep. <laughs> Even my last name sounds dyslexic. Uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah, I'm, I'm posting on there regularly. And yeah, just feel free to reach out. Send me a direct messenger, book connect. But yeah, we have lots of awesome free resources on writing conscious copy. Because especially as you know, too, now more than ever, yeah. uh, got to be dialing in your message. There's oh. like message 2.0 has to happen right now.
0: That's right, for sure. Yeah. Especially in the middle of all this pandemic and COVID-19 and all the uncertainty that's happening, just like it's, it's turned, it hasn't turned the market. I wouldn't say it's turned the marketing world on its head because it's not that a lot of the systems and things that were working before don't work. It's that the way that we talk to people has to be very, like you said, conscientious um, or conscious of, of what's, what's happening and speaking to people with the way that they're feeling right now.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. The, within the matter of over night what drove people has shifted the underline the underbelly of the emotions yep. where they're now driven by safety, security, confidence, um,
0: ne- and- needs versus wants. Yeah, yeah, yep.
1: yeah. I just did a, a three-part series that are going to be launching on the three marketing messages that used to work that don't any or will not anymore.
2: Uh-huh. Um, yep.
1: And the main ones, it's like selling the flashy "look at me" messages will no longer work. Yep. Like, collective, you know, relief. <laughs> I don't yeah. think anyone really loved that, that, that those worked—the Lamborghinis kidding. and Rolls Royces. <laughs> um, and then number two, selling the process. Mm. Like the, selling the and and just like you share, like uh, it's not the market. The marketing principles will not change. It's just right. people were able to be pretty sloppy uh, before in not necessarily using all of them. And now more than ever, you know, I said, uh, if you if you're on a burning boat and someone said that they could get you to shore, you would not care whether they're picking at you up in a helicopter or a dinghy boat. You're just going to get on.
2: Right. Right. Yeah.
1: Yep. Love it. And then. Um, selling the nice to haves, which you brought up. Like mm-hmm. no longer works, but with really good copy and messaging, as we know, you can take someone from a from a nice to have to a gotta have it. Yeah, to gotta have it with the right message.
0: Yeah, rather than uh, oh, I I should have that, or maybe I want that, but like I need that. You know? Yeah. Love it. Yeah. Thank you so much for taking time, Jennifer, to come on the podcast. It's been awesome to hear your story, and thank you. You have a, you have a tremendous from poop to gold story. Not not everyone's is <laughs> like all that stuff at once, but but to rise above it and come out the way that you did is. Is just awesome. And um, thank you everyone for joining us on this one. Make sure to subscribe to our podcast so you can get more great content coming up. And we'll see you on the next one.